0: This is Issues 2022. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is veteran Wichita radio personality Jack Oliver. Welcome to Issues 2022, Jack. Well, thanks. It's been a long time, Steve. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Your current position is brand manager for KEYN. Is that correct? That is true, yeah. You get to do that in the morning show. How is that different from program director?
1: Well, uh, years ago, program director, you just had to work with the music, you know. work with the promotions, work with uh, all the, the, the uh, people who worked with you, and uh, do all those things. Make appearances. Now it's all that plus. You get to do all the social media, and you get to do lots of different things uh, with computers these days. Yeah. The older <laughs> we get, the more we get to do. It. That's right. That's the way it works That's these
0: fascinating. days. Fascinating. Well, now you've been hosting that morning show on KEYN for, what, a couple of years now.
1: Since the death of our friend Don Hall, uh,
0: how do you do? How do you like doing mornings, Jack?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, luckily I'm one of those people who have always woke up early in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, but that one extra hour of getting up where I used to always get up at, you know, six o'clock, five thirty, six o'clock, just naturally wake up. Uh, getting up that one hour earlier does make a little difference. It seems like it does. You get used to it, though.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get used to it after about forty more years. <laughs> So how long have you actually been on the air, Jack?
1: Uh, On the radio, started back there in uh, 69 and uh, worked uh, a a few overnights at a uh, commercial station with uh, Kaleo and that was just uh, while I was trying to find a job. Because I had a first-class FCC license, in those days you had to have an engineer with a first-class license uh, to be on the air overnight, and luckily I had one of those. It wasn't very good. I thought it was. You know, you always think you're really good when you start. But a uh, couple, couple of uh, weekends there and stuff like that, and then got me a job and went out to your hometown of Dodge City. Dodge City? Uh-huh. What was the station? What were the call letters out there? Uh, K-G-N-O.
0: What, where was that studio? It was in north north of town?
1: Oh, yeah, it was out in the field. You know? <laughs> the tower of the deal. Had a bomb shelter in it. Uh, yeah, uh, love that. There
0: you go. Now, uh, all but you. I was going to my next question. All of your career in Wichita, obviously, you've been to the big market of Dodge City. Oh yeah, but then you got, somehow you got rescued, or <laughs> from there, <laughs> came back to what, what? Did you come back to Cake?
1: Yes, came back uh, over at Cake Radio. And uh, how, how did that work? How did you get there? Yeah, it was one of those. I came back uh, here, uh, and I was going, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to go out and make money and uh, work at Boring? Or do I want to continue in radio? And uh, my uh, dad, who had just retired from Boeing, decided to move back to our farm down in Winniewood, Oklahoma. And uh, he said, Why would you want to go to work out there? And I said, Well, I want to make some money and do this and that. And he said, You'll hate it. I hated it. I worked there 15 years. <laughs> and, and I said, why'd you do it? He said, I had money so you could eat. <laughs> yeah. And he said, don't do it. Just keep doing the radio deal. So I went over and talked to the guys over at CAKE and uh, Gene Rump and them. And said, oh, yeah, this will work out good. So, so Rump was there at the time then? Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what year was that been
1: then? 71, uh, 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 72, right okay. in there. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. okay, let's let's give us a little background on your childhood. You've given us some there. Uh, about a farm in Winniewood, Oklahoma. I wasn't really aware of that, but uh, uh, where did you actually grow up and where did you go to school to?
1: Uh, well, moved up. Uh, we moved up here to Wichita. Like I say, my dad decided to go to work at uh, Boeing. Couldn't make money farming in those days. And uh, so uh, we got up here in uh, mid-50s and I uh, ended up going over to uh, Longfellow a little bit elementary school and then to Hamilton and then to South High itself. Uh, and uh, that's what I probably ran into
0: you when you were at Hamilton and I was at Hadley. I that's right. The Hadley Gymnasium, or the Hamilton Gymnasium, was so old, and it had a stage in the middle of the basketball <laughs> floor.
1: Right, it did. It had a stage that would come up in would the air. would come up in the air about a couple uh-huh. feet, and when you played basketball there, you'd bounce the ball, and it wouldn't come up in <laughs> your hand. That was one of our defensive specialties over there. Trap them over there and the trap the st- them over <laughs> to where the ball <laughs> the st- would not bounce.
0: <laughs> also, uh, down in the it was, it was a curtain or something down on the on the corner. to hung down a little bit over the corner of the court of oh, so. the
1: court because there was only like about two and a half. Feet from the wall to the inbounds line, so you know, trap you over in the corner, stand there. Yeah, we had a made play a little defense <laughs> you, on people. It
0: had some <laughs> certain characteristics. Uh, and then you, again, you went to you went to South. Now you played what? Uh, at least two sports. I uh, yeah, did basketball and baseball. Yeah,
1: basketball you? and baseball. Of course, played football early uh, type of deal. I had to decide. It was funny to uh, uh, either join the track team or the baseball team. Uh, because I was a pole vaulter. Oh, okay. And, I was gonna uh, say
0: you're so fast. Yeah, and
1: uh, <laughs> so uh, and I really liked pole vaulting. Really? Yeah, it was so much fun because I had gone through a bamboo pole to a steel <laughs> pole, and then uh, one of our friends' uh, his dad found some money somewhere and got a fiberglass pole. Wow. Uh, by the time we were in ninth grade, and ended up uh, second in the city in the uh, meet there. And uh, said, hey, you know, this is a lot of fun. And they finally were starting to get foam pits instead of just a, a big ball of sand to yep, land sand, in. Yeah, this would be great, but I love playing baseball. Mm. Yeah. I always
0: thought there was something wrong with pole
1: vaulters. Yeah,
0: there was. <laughs> it was mental. Was baseball a favorite or basketball? What's that? Baseball or basketball your favorite?
1: You know, in those days, it was whatever was seasonal was your favorite. You know, love playing. Uh, you, know, you know, kids basketball.
0: today. Kids today specialize. I know, but in our day, we played all three or four whatever. Yeah, we
1: and, I, and I'm one of those. I'm still a believer that kids should play all of them. I know, it, and some people it puts them a little behind uh, with other ones that are very competitive. But I think you know, you work at it when you're little like that, and then you find out what you really like, yeah. and uh, then you go after. So, it. so when did you when did you come to that
0: realization that you probably weren't going to be a Professional baseball or basketball player,
1: oh, you know, uh, about 15, 16, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably about 17. Okay, you know, finally uh, facing a few pitchers that wrote that. I learned to switch hit. same deal, just That's because, a good deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, the same thing is like, hey, I want to be like Mickey, why not? And uh, that helped out, you know, quite a bit and everything, but then it was like, well, there's other things to do, I got to get this done, you got to pay for college. I had to work my way through college, had to do this or that, so yeah. Mm. So and you you did uh, you did
0: make it through college got a degree as I understand right well, or, I, or
1: two I, uh, yeah <laughs> well the funny part you know, you started college in uh, 1969 and I finally got out in uh, 1980 okay so <laughs> I did I oh, did eleven year man I huh? did persevere <laughs> uh, a lot of people it took four or five years but I ended up. Uh, getting now, listen—that uh, wasn't because you were dumb, right? Uh, no, just uh, <laughs> it took me a while. Yeah, but I ended up with a master's degree at Wichita State. So. You know, a lot of people do that. They you mm-hmm. have to work their way through. Well, I figured I didn't learn anything those first five or six, seven years, so I decided if I didn't learn anything, I better go get a master's degree and get a little bit of knowledge What's in. What's a master's degree in? It's in business communications. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, there you
1: go. So,
0: so, uh, let's go backtrack a little bit further now. When did you realize that you wanted to be on the radio? Oh, You, you know, grew up listening, I know. I, we all have the same oh, story.
1: F- listening, you know, like, I think the first guy I'm trying to uh, uh, remember, you know, uh, back when I first moved to Wichita, and it was actually uh, KWBB back in those days. Uh, you know, and uh, you think, oh, man, you know, that would be kind of a fun job. I was lucky enough. I had a brother who was 13 years older than me and he was a custom car builder and there's lots of car builders in Wichita yeah. and uh, he worked with Daryl Starbird and worked with a guy named Dave Stuckey and uh, they were putting on car shows at the Forum downtown uh, back in like 58 59 60 yeah. Yeah. so we would go down there you know, and help you know uh, we thought we were doing something really good but really we were just cleaning the cars you know <laughs> and uh, but they brought in artists down there and, you know it's like Roy Orbison and and uh, the Rondales and people like that. And it was like, oh, and these disc jockeys would come in there and talk, you know, a little bit and do this and that. So that'd be a good job. And then as I was going through college, it's like, yeah, I could do play by play. I was thinking in high school at that time, uh, do the radio deal, work my way through college. Somehow I had to pay my way through school. So I said, you know, that would be a good job. So that's when I got the job, radio and stuff, playing records and never got into play by play. You
0: know, it, uh, we've talked before, that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do play-by-play, and I got into the news side.
1: You know what really would always happen? You and happen... I should
0: t- just go get us a job doing radio, yeah. uh, play-by-play somewhere. Well, it's
1: still, it's <laughs> one of the harder things to do in radio because once a guy has that job, there's there's only one during those seasons, and they yeah. stick with those jobs, and yeah. so it's hard to kind of break into oh, that yeah. industry. Now, but when I'm back to when you were growing up, personalities that you
0: remember one or two that, just, that oh, stuck uh, oh, guys, out
1: to I it? back then, uh, there was a guy that was named Lee Nichols in town, and Lee's brother was Buddy Nichols, and it ended up working at KFDI yeah. later on. But Lee uh, was one of those first guys I heard on the radio back in the 50s, and I'm going, man, this guy is really good. And then you get through, uh, you know, in the, the 60s, of course, you had. Uh, Kaleo at that time was, you know, big station, lots of jocks. You know, Uncle Harv over there and, uh, you know, (laughs) with, with You know, so many, so many of the guys, you know, uh, uh, Dave Chennault was one of them, uh, Skinny Johnny Mitchell. I mean, so, so, so many of these guys, you know. E. Alvin Davis. Oh, E. Yeah, Alvin. <laughs> I still talk to E. Alvin Do you? today. Yeah, he lives in still Cincinnati. Yeah. And uh, he, he did well. But when they put on K E Y N, which was 67, right? 67. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends helped in there doing some of the electronic stuff while we were still in high school. And we go down there, and he was on the radio and stuff in high school. And I was like, "Man, this is a great job! What the heck?" You know, is that before they signed on the FM, or is it? Uh, yes, that was just the AM, and just when they put the FM on. And uh, we go down there, and uh, you know, it was in the old house on Central Street over Been there. there, and uh, <laughs> going in and out and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, I'll try this out. And I just, what yeah. the heck?
0: You know, an explanation that the AM. Radio in those days, that was a daytimer. It signed off at night, mm-hmm. and AM radio. It, it took it, we got in AM radio, and
1: it took years for FM to finally establish itself. Well, it did the FM radio, and across the country, uh, KUYN was the first top forty station, uh, which was west of the Mississippi River on FM. Yeah, yeah, you know? and uh, it was just yeah you know, one of those amazing deals. And at that time, and I thought this was a brilliant promotion, uh, the guys over there, uh, there's a place in town called Space Age Stereo. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. And uh, so the guys at the radio station there, they go over Space Age Stereo, and they say, hey, we'll advertise you. We want to give you these, what they called FM tuners. You could hook up to your uh, radio in your car and listen yeah. to FM. He said, we've got 200 of these from Motorola. We'll give them to you <laughs> to give away. And, of course, he advertised on the competitive station, KLEO. And so they were advertising on KLEO. Hey, come on over, you know, buy a four-track stereo for your car, and we'll give you an FM tuner so you can listen to K1N. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was brilliant at the time. Hey, this is I, yeah. great. So, right. You're listening to Issues
0: 2022 on the Odyssey radio stations. Our guest is veteran Wichita radio personality Jack Oliver. And, Jack, we got to watch it because this is going to get away from us. We could probably do about three or four hours. You know, it's fun. Reminiscing, you, know. you know,
1: the most part with Mac, you know, like I said, we met junior high playing basketball against each other, and that was a lot of fun over those years. Uh, you know, all through, you know, in high school, and he played over at West, too. And, uh, those were good times, you know. Radio was good. <laughs> oh, gosh. I tell people that in the early
0: days at KUYN where I was, WKRP in Cincinnati. They mm-hmm. didn't
1: scratch the surface. Oh, know. <laughs>
0: we did crazy stuff. That Man. was the
1: best part. You know, radio was but you know,
0: it you got but you really got established in I cake, of course. Mm-hmm. But you got there at KKRD when they were just starting to fly, didn't you? You know, over and at they uh, did
1: so well. Uh KKRD and uh we it took us a while to talk the New owner, Barry Casey, actually, is the guy who did that. The late Barry Casey. And uh, Barry talked the uh, people over there into putting on a top 40 station. We all get hired to go over there to put on a top 40 to actually go against KYN at that time in KLEO. And uh, we were there probably about two weeks, and they sold the radio station. (laughs) And we're going, okay, what's going on? And the guy who bought the station, all of a sudden, uh, by the time it took about... Three months, six months before we could do anything because we were in limbo during the sale. So we were still a, uh, a really soft AC station and uh, we're all ready to put on this top 40. we got all the stuff ready. We're ready to go. The ratings come out and we just killed it in the AC world. We were number one oh. in women and oh. things. So the guy that owns the station is going, oh, you guys aren't going to change this. We're going to do the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> and we did that for a couple of years. Did really well. And then we kept talking to him. Hey, we can do a lot better, and make more money doing this. And uh, he gave us the go-ahead to do it. That's, and,
0: a, it's a, that's a little unusual because in radio, a lot of times the owners come in and they already know better. Yes, <laughs> they change. They always fix what's bro- not broken. So they do. You, at any rate, uh, I, I, what is it about the uh, radio that? Uh, it's the best for you? Is it the music for you? Or? You know,
1: the exciting. I always love the music, you know, still do. It's it's, it's always interesting to find out what people like, what they don't like. I love the uh, chess game of radio to uh, try to make the radio station the best against any other radio station in town, uh, doing things like that. But the, the most interesting part is uh, helping people. And it is the best part about radio when you can do something on the air to help people and it can be the smallest things uh, and it can be some really big things. So many charities we've helped over the years uh, from big and small but to individual people. I remember uh, one time at uh, KKRD uh, there was a little girl and they had a a story about her in the news and she was going to uh, school and uh, she lost her saxophone. And uh, so, I mean, you know, saxophones cost a little bit of money and everything. So I had a friend of mine who was the head of Arista Records at that time where Kenny G was. And I called up Rick and I said, Rick, how about getting Kenny to give this girl a new saxophone? Having Kenny do it, Kenny G. Yeah. And, uh, And he said, hey, that's a great idea. I said, okay, can you set that up? He says, yeah. So they did. And we had a lot of fun with it. They had Kenny on the phone and everything. And he gave her a brand new saxophone. And uh, then when he came to town during the concert, he got to meet her and talk to her and everything like wow. that. But, you know, and that's just an individual deal that you do. Uh, but, you know, also just uh, raising food, uh, you know, for people, uh, coats, hats, you know, scarves. This is
0: my next question about uh, all the promotions that some of them that you've been proud of. You just told us about a good one. and then uh, people, you don't, if listeners don't understand sometimes that, yeah, we do get to touch a lot of people in a very positive way. Mm-hmm, that and is help. true. And help. We get to help, like you said.
1: You know, and we gave away back in those days, which... Uh Radio stations do things differently these days, but we gave away cars, of course, all the time. Yeah. Uh, we gave away two houses. I, you know, we did that was, at one of our stations. You know, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah, you know, a whole house to somebody house? that's worth you know, <laughs> over a hundred thousand bucks in Wichita, and uh, we had just fun with those types of promotions. Started the Wichita Women's Show uh, years ago, and it, it was so big with so many people at the women's show, they had to close down Century Two. One of the things that we did—it was great, Mac. We did break dancing was such a big deal. Yeah, we did the uh, uh, Kansas State Break Dancing Championships. Is what we called them. Had no idea why. it Was just, that sounded good? <laughs> yeah. And we had kids from all over the state come in and do it. And we did it at Town East Square when they had the uh, uh, the big the pavilion yeah, out there. Yeah. Yep. And so many kids showed up. We had over fifteen thousand kids. They were standing at the corners to take the buses in. The buses were full. They started throwing rocks at the buses because they'd come by and not stop because they're already full. And then once all the kids got there, you could actually feel the floor shaking. Yeah. And so we had to close the deal down. We had to close town east down Oh, day. my goodness. Yeah, just just some strange ones. You
0: know, if you've uh, worked with a lot of air talent over the years. Do you like to mention a couple of, of your favorites?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I had so many... Really Talk about great Rump. People. We
0: both, I worked with Rump for a while. Gene. Gene
1: was just one of my favorite guys. Learned a lot of radio from him. You know, he was really good. You know, Gene was the guy who brought the uh, uh, fireworks to Wichita doing the uh, big show. Basically, it was for the Bicentennial. Yeah. But after, that, it was so good at uh, the uh, football field at Wichita State, Cessna Stadium at that time. It was so good that we decided we'll just do it every year. And lots of other, you know, just fun promotions over the year. Uh, when we got over to... Uh, K K R D Buck Weatherby, the general manager, is a great guy, and he loved promotions. He was fun, no. you know. Type well, of having a manager like that is so oh,
0: helpful to air talent. It
1: was just you know he was just kind of like one of you doing all that. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, you know Barry Casey, one of my best buddies, and uh, very interesting, very interesting person. He was a
0: music mind. Oh, he was,
1: and he could hear so well. I yeah. mean, he could you know hear the pin drop and things like that. Uh, was great lyman james you know yeah another guy i could go through that whole staff over at kkrd and just guy after guy after guy and of course don hall uh the late don hall come over and don and i end up working uh together probably 30 35 years yeah you know at a couple of different radio stations so and then uh you know it was always interesting you and i always worked against each other all those years in one sense and uh then we finally got together uh over there at uh uh, when we were on Thirty Seventh Street with, with KNSS, uh, KNSS, yeah, you
0: yeah, gave me a job twice over there. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> <It's> part time. <laughs> well, I've always eternally thankful. That's this second part of my career has been outstanding for me, and I yeah, owe a lot to you. You and know, to, but that that just me a goes break, and, you know? that
1: just goes back to things changed in the right direction. Same thing in the news. Even though there's, you know, less people out there covering things, you guys do a great job, and uh, but. Uh, the way everything melted together, that, that turned out good. An all news station. Wow. Yeah. Hey, what are the biggest changes in radio over the years? You
0: mentioned a while ago social media is mm-hmm. huge, a huge change.
1: You know, that's, that's one of the biggest changes. You know, we used to get uh, over a thousand requests a day at the radio station, phone calls. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, phone calls to radio stations, you're talking, you know, 20, 30, you know, 40 phone calls. Type of deal in a day. And it's because people are into texting, they post it on social media. So many different ways to contact us uh, to get things done. And uh, that's one of the amazing things that's uh, changed so much. The where way we, you play music, you get music all Where that. are we going to get Air Talent for a future? Uh, I don't see a lot
0: of kids wanting to get into this. You know,
1: really, if you watch YouTube, okay, because uh, everybody wants to be a YouTube star that are younger as opposed to being a disc jockey. But there are some very good people on there, very funny, very thoughtful uh, because there's, you know, the blogs, the people, they do the podcast and all this and that. And I think lots of people will come from that way, but it'll change a little bit more as opposed to uh, just moving some music or news. You know,
0: you are understandably proud of your Native American heritage. Tell me about that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, my mother was a uh, Chickasaw uh, native uh, down in Oklahoma, Ada, Ada Oklahoma. And uh, it's one of those things throughout uh, our uh, life, uh, you know, and our family and stuff like that. Not uh, just followed what's going on and be aware out there. But I've been on the board of directors over 10 years at the uh, uh, Wichita Indian Museum now, uh, and uh, it's just been one of those things to bring people together to learn about the culture. And most people have grown up on TV and movies and cowboys and Indians that way. And uh, they would have to learn there's so many different things that happen. Not not all uh, Indians rode horses and yeah. shot bow and arrows. Amazing, an amazing days. history. Yeah, yeah. really and in which a great history here right in the middle of it yeah, so makes it fun
0: so i think i already know the answer to this one but ha- how important is family to you jack
1: oh you know <laughs> i tell you <laughs> you've had a
0: you've had a good run with with your marriage i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah jan and i have been married uh shoot i have to go back and remember <laughs> how many years Come on you know, now. <laughs> going up there 48 49 years somewhere like that yeah. you know and uh but it was always even when we were kids you know the family deal was really big my dad had eight sisters and three brothers but they were never super close because it was spread out over 20 years and during the those days you know depressions world war ii and all that everybody spread out so much yeah so we always really stuck together me and my brothers and uh same thing with the uh family now my uh, one son jason of course from washington dc and uh, he'll be back here in just a few days for christmas Uh, He has uh, three children, uh, they'll all be in. My other son lives here in Wichita, over in Riverside, Right. everybody. And, uh, of course, he has uh, three children and his wife, and we just hang out all the time. I love watching the kids play sports, you know, because it's one of those deals in my mind I can still play, but uh, my body, no, don't think so so much. But uh, it's it's tremendous fun. I'll tell you,
0: uh, you're like me. You've just gotten better over the years. That's right. That's right. In your own mind, (laughs) anyway. Well, listen, hey, that's what we could do. Like I said, we're doing a couple more hours, but we're out of time. <laughs> I appreciate it because I've learned a few things about you, Jack, and I, uh, I just want to say we appreciate all you've done. The community appreciates it because, like you said, we get a chance to help out down there. That's you know that
1: take. is, and believe me, radio—that's still the best thing about it—is you know mentioning things, helping small businesses, everything about it. All right.
0: Our guest, veteran Wichita radio personality, Jack Oliver. That's all for this edition of Issues 2022. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.